Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the best kept secrets of Greene County, New York, where we'll be letting the Catskills out of the bag. I'm your host, Thomas Boomauer, and today I'm joined, as I will be every episode, by my wonderful co-host, Mark Gustafson, who leads the creative team for the Buy in Green and Invest Green programs. We're also joined by James Hannes, the Director of Economic Development for Green County. Today we're going to be chatting about our origin stories in Green County, as well as what makes it such an amazing place to live and do business. But before we get into that, Mark, this podcast was your idea, and although there are seemingly a billion and a half podcasts out there now, the idea of a podcast about a county still feels pretty unique. So would you mind running us through kind of your initial thought process behind creating a podcast about Green County, New York? Well, I, I do a lot of driving, and my wife has turned me on to listening to podcasts in the car. We used to go on long drives out from where we are in the in the Northeast out to Missouri every year for uh, Thanksgiving. And so we started with books on tape, and then we got into books on CD, and then this is how old I am. And now we're finally getting into, getting into podcasts. The amount of people that listen to podcasts now, especially during times where they, they can't keep their eyes uh, off the road listening, that's really starting to reach folks. So thinking about what we've been doing with the buy and invest programs over the years, let people approach Green County from a different perspective. Let them have an opportunity to hear some of the stories and some of the history and also from some of the businesses that have been here and have succeeded. So we were sitting in a restaurant in Athens, New York, and there were a couple of folks that were next to us. One of them was an attorney and her partner. And they said, yeah, we're, we're from Brooklyn, but Green County is the best kept secret in upstate New York. And I'm like, wow, we've got best kept secrets here and we have a lot of stories. And then when I came in contact with you, Thomas, you know, you and I are sort of two different generations, but both kind of born and bred. We both share a passion for the history of the county, we love the stories, and we love nothing more than seeing people come here, start a business and succeed in Green. Sounds good to me. That's basically what we're all about here in Green County. And I guess I should disclaim it a little bit. I wasn't quite born here, but, you know, from five on. Okay. Close enough. We'll give you that. We're not an island, so I think it counts. So today, it's not just us two native guys here. We're also joined by James, who, like I mentioned, is our excellent director of economic development for the county. James, what's your origin story here in Green County? It's certainly not that old. I moved here in August of 2022. So we're in November 23, I don't know, just less than a year and a half. I was at an economic development conference hosted by New York State Economic Development Council in Cooperstown, New York, earlier in 2022. At the time, I was working in Fulton County, focused on downtown revitalization-focused economic development work in the city of Gloversville. And we were knee-deep in doing downtown revitalization initiative work and really focused on placemaking. And my, 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 my focus was on 70 square blocks. So I was on a very micro level of, of economic development and developed a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm for the industry and the work itself. So when I was at that conference in Cooperstown, I came across Terry Weiss, who's our director of business marketing for the county. And we were, we were in line at the Baseball Hall of Fame, the line was long enough that you kind of had no choice but to make conversation with the folks that were next to you. And it gave me an opportunity to give Terry an elevator pitch of what I was doing. And what she now tells me is, my God, will this kid ever shut up? This line can't get any longer. <laughs> so later on that night, we actually ended up reconnecting her and Mark were at that conference together. 
and some mutual friends of of mine and Mark's had kind of cornered me at the fire pit and said, are you happy? And I said, well, that's, that's kind of an existential question <laughs> on a lot of different layers, but professionally, yes, I'm very happy. I enjoy my job. I like doing my work. And she goes, well, if you're not, there's, you know, or even if you are, you want something more, there's an opportunity in Greene County. And I, I took the job description and I molded it over and I talked it over with a few people. I said, interviewing can't hurt. You know, and went through the interviewing process. The deputy county administrator contacted me back and gave me an offer. And I said, you know what? I think I'd be stupid not to take this job. So I'm here. Especially once you saw some of the beautiful natural resources we have on offer, right? Yeah, that was a big component. I remember coming into town and I made a big point. I mean, I want to be prepared if I go into, into meetings anyway, but it's kind of on a different level when you have to back up how you speak about yourself and your qualifications. And I want to make my experience as applicable to the geographic area as much as I possibly can. So the day of my second interview, because we had to meet with the county administrator, Sean Groden that day. And I wanted to know what I was talking about. So I drove everywhere across the county, Prattsville, Tannersville. I drove through Athens. I drove through New Baltimore, Coxsackie, uh, Wyndham. I wanted to get, like, I cleared like an extra three hours out of my day to, to do a span and just kind of take notes of each specific downtown or area or first take to see what I think makes them special. And I wanted to talk about it in the interview. And Sean later told me that that, that helped, which of course was great. But it's not entirely unlike the physical geographic area of Fulton County. It's the foothills of the Adirondacks. It's surrounded by 44 lakes. And that was like the first thing I noted up here too. It's like, wow, this reminds me of home. If it was a few years further along in its redevelopment. I guess that's some free advice out there. You know, if you want to get a job, research the area a little bit. <laughs> now, Mark, origin stories kind of out of the way. Would you mind giving the listeners a rundown of what they can expect to hear on any given episode of Best Kept Secrets? Well, the idea is to focus on a community. Green County has a wonderful variety of communities. We've got actually 19 municipalities, but no cities. We've got five villages and we've got 14 towns. And within those towns, we've got all sorts of little hamlets and little areas. And they all have a unique perspective. They all have a very interesting character. So we want to go into those communities and talk a little bit about what they are and bring the listeners up to speed on what they can expect when they visit there. And then we're going to be talking to people that are doing business there and what they're doing and what their origin stories were. How were, how were they brought to Greene County or drawn here? What were their experiences and what were their challenges in starting a business in one of our communities? So at that point, we're going to go back and, and talk a little bit more about a story from the past that revolves around that particular area from something that may not be total common knowledge and also make sure that we can have everybody listening to the podcast know how to pronounce all of the towns in Greene County. Huge sticking point. Well, that's it. I mean, it's like one of the things we're going to be teaching you guys to do is say it like a local. Say it like you're from here um, because there's a lot of little traps that you can fall into. All kidding aside, I'm going to talk about some local lore that people don't necessarily know about. And there'll be a reveal. There'll be something that is, wow, I didn't really think that that might've happened around here. So basically that's format, but we also want everybody to know how approachable the team at Invest Green is and how easy it is to come here and what type of concierge service you will expect to have if you're interested in starting a business, moving here to start a family, and what our communities are really like. 
basically not only telling you about how awesome we are, but showing you as well. Speaking of approachable members of our team, James, what do you think has been, in your experience thus far, one of the things driving people to come and relocate to Greene County? Well, as somebody who is going through that process currently, I will say that there's a uniqueness that you'll find in essentially every community, whether it's villages or hamlets or just towns. They all have this sort of draw factor that's able to pull you in. I, I, I truly think that it's just the inherent nature of small business that exists in each of the municipalities. And so there's something kind of hallmarkish about that. You're able to walk in these main streets in downtowns or the, the areas of sort of critical mass in these municipalities that makes you feel home, that makes you feel cozy. I think as humans, we all want to be a part of a tight-knit community. And that's evident in every municipality across the county. We're only a county of 48,000 people. When you go to areas that small, um, everybody knows everybody. And so those situations really do make you feel more welcome, more comfortable. I don't think there's a better example of that than what you've been able to witness since you came here in uh, the Reed Street area of Cooksaki. Yeah. Because when I was growing up there back in the 70s, you wouldn't want to go down there. The only reason you went down to Reed Street was to go to the post office and you got done the minute you're down there. Now there's a world-class hotel, events center, and the revitalization of that area is unbelievable. And the best is yet to come, right? I mean, you just were working on uh, getting $4.5 million for, for the re revitalization of Kuksaki. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a turning point. Although places like will have been building their own momentum. So I know that a lot of what's been able to turn places like Cooksaki around, when even my time in Gloversville backs this up too, is that the resilience of the community to continue to push forward. You have a lot of the same members or generations of the same families that have spent their lives down there and decades down there, either working in business or just being part of the community, welcoming new people, new developers that see the new vision of what the community has been working so hard to push forward. And it's been validated most recently by the New York Forward Investment from New York State. Have you had an opportunity to experience any of the annual events that we have here? Because there is some stuff that really happens that, you know, we always joke about the fact that our, our tourism department's job is to get people to come to the county. And then our job is to get people to stay, start yeah. a business, and ultimately, you know, move here. Mm -hmm. But have you seen anything or, or that, that's truly unique to Greene County as far as events? Um, short answer, not enough. I mean, we had first country music tour that came to the point yeah. this summer. Yeah. It was unbelievable. We're down there uh, photographing and in one of the most amazing rainstorms ever. And <laughs> we got out of there unscathed, but it was, a, it was a great time. Unbelievable crowd of folks right down at the historic Casco Point. And then there's, of course, the Gray Fox Bluegrass Festival, and we've got Irish festivals and German festivals and all of that. And when I run into people there, they're always saying, you know, I've been coming here as a kid or my, my family, uh, had a place up here and everything. What would it be like to come here and, and, and actually live here full time? And those are the types of folks I think that we're going to be concentrating on as the podcast evolves. Yeah. We want to talk to the born and breds that have been here and there may be multi-generational family businesses and things like that. Also want to see what it's like for people who decided to make the move from an urban area yeah. uh, to come up and live in a place that they love and makes that happen every day. You know, I, I always like to talk about a success story that uh, we had a, a couple from Brooklyn that came up. They downloaded one of our eBooks in January and by June, we had them in premises operating a foundation business in uh, 
the revitalization of Koksaki. Yeah. Uh, that sort of handholding and liaison service that <clears throat> we're able to deliver with resources that you guys have developed is the secret sauce. I think, you know, we're the backbone of our economy in Greene County is largely fortified by small business, period. Absolutely. And they need the most detailed concierge service that can be provided because they're doing all aspects of their business, bookkeeping operations, manufacturing, merchandising, you name it. The need to develop or expand their business or find financing solutions or get them in touch with a good accountant or a lawyer or someone, they don't have time to think about that. So that's where we, that's, that's one of the gaps we need to fill. And I think we've been able to do it pretty well. Some of the other things that are very, very interesting about this is that we are, you know, as you said, we're a, a county of 48,000 full-time residents, but we have a significant second home population, people that own second homes, see your family getaways, things like that. And a lot of people come here. It's definitely a tourism-driven economy. We embrace that. But what that means is that there's a constant influx of new people coming in, spending money and supporting local businesses. And there are folks out there that will drive hours just to go to a certain bakery. That's not unusual. You know, right? you find that at destination businesses. I think the folks that we're going to be talking about in the next episode of Best Kept Secrets of Green County are going to illustrate that really well. So I'll just leave that as a teaser. <laughs> Yeah, I have the very good fortune of living above one of our excellent bakeries in the county. And it's just the same story there. It's, you know, I have to go in the second I wake up on the weekends. Otherwise, chances are things that I want are gone. You know what I realized is that we didn't open this up if there were, I don't know, if there are new listeners who may not know where Green County is. Do we say anything about the geography and maybe how that makes us unique? Yeah, we should probably say that because Green County is located about an hour and a half drive north of New York City along the Hudson River. We're the southernmost county on the eastern, west, excuse me, western side of the capital region. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're not mid-Hudson. We're just above mid-Hudson. We are across the Rip Van Winkle Bridge from a place called Hudson, a city called Hudson in Columbia County that has an Amtrak link. But we've got two throughway exits here and two great ski mountains. The county's about three hours away from Boston, and it's only about a half-hour commute to the burgeoning tech sector that's going on up in the capital region, right? Affordable, beautiful, and commutable. Those are the ABCs of Green County. You can get to where you need to be. You can start a business here, but when you come home, you've got that perfect work-life balance of living in a rural community that has great services and now great connectivity. We're in process of finishing up a broadband fiber accessibility to every street address in Green County. I'll tell you, the, the, the county is a developer in its own way. The county puts its money where its mouth is when it talks about investing in the areas that are of greatest importance to the people who live here. So the county was able to corner some ARPA funding to do last mile broadband coverage. So the contracts for those providers are all signed and it's, it's moving forward with a public initiative. I, I want to give that a little bit of a plug because there are times when working in some rural communities where public initiative to do some of those projects are not as forthcoming. Absolutely. And that's all due to the to the foresight and stewardship of the Green County Legislature. Mm -hmm. These are people that are, they really are concerned about the communities that they live in and that they represent. And they've got nothing but the best intentions for providing people the services and opportunities to succeed. Something that I have grown to love is when we get to do some of the site tours and go out and just not only see and be reminded ourselves how beautiful this county is, but show other people some of the crazy vistas and 
just like even the things we take as mundane can blow people away. I had a conversation with a young woman who's been, who's a born and bred. She, she's working with some folks that just opened a new liquor store in South Cairo. And it is Cairo, not Cairo, just so you guys know. We're going to keep hammering that. <laughs> and she says, I just couldn't believe the amount of people that wander in here that are definitely not from the area. And what do they do when they're up here? And I'm like, we happen to live in an absolutely amazing area and we, we're just sort of used to it. And we kind of take it for granted. That's not what these folks are saying. They're saying, oh my goodness, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, well, I could just stand out here and look at the beautiful fall color mm -hmm. or I can, you know, stand and breathe the fresh air and I'm just loving it. And uh, they find it exciting. For those of us who have, it's been on, on our plate forever and uh, right in front of us, we have to think back and say, hey, we do live in an absolutely amazing place. It's funny because I was telling Thomas about this earlier today, about the vistas when you get up to the mountaintops. Mm -hmm. We were recently driving near Deer Mountain Inn. Oh, yeah. And the Vista looking, it would be south, I believe, towards... Through the Notch. Through the Notch, through yeah. Devil's Pass. And it's just like astoundingly beautiful. And it has to be one of the best Vistas we have in the county. And I was thinking at the same time, I'm you know often coming back from Hudson and, and going to the bridge approach on the Columbia County side of the Rip Van Winkle Bridge. Mm -hmm. Another spectacular exactly. vista and i was i think i was coming back just at sunset last night actually and there's this beautiful red glow coming from behind the mountains and i was thinking about it and i'm like i should be i'm very grateful i'm I'm very grateful to be living in such a spectacularly beautiful area back to the best kept secrets thing film producers uh, are now finding out not only that green county is a best kept secret as far as locations are concerned but we have a completely adaptive post and green screen studio right in Catskill, right off the throughway exit. And that was used to be Dunn's Lumberyard when I was a kid. And it's now called Lumberyard. And it's a black box theater that is highly suited for doing any sort of, any sort of digital recording for, for, for CGI and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's, a, it's a, an amazing adaptive space. So, James. Back on the serious train here, putting on your economic development hat, not that you ever take it off, really. What are some of the unique programs and services that the county has on offer for business attraction and retention? The secret sauce of our services is primarily concierge services. I can kind of get broken down to technical assistance and showing you the way to find some financing initiatives or general business guidance, consultation introductions to professional services. But we also do have programs available for businesses that need working capital assistance. But you also had some really great success since you've come here. Uh, and, and this is something I'm going to, you're not going to toot your horn, but I am. You were able to procure some additional grant funding. I'd like you to talk a little bit about multi-grant. Yeah, definitely. And, and multi-grant was a solution that I found because the fear of the reimbursement side of it with larger numbers we applied for $300,000 and were subsequently awarded that amount to develop the Green County Multi-Grant Assistance Program, which is money for utilities, logistics, technology, and inventory. It's our brand of the Microenterprise Assistance Program. And to find it and implement it has been really rewarding for us. We've also found, but just going through the process has helped the small businesses applying to become more organized and to it's forced them to think about the future of their business in a way that they might not have before. And it's helped them definitely look at a lot of 
different scenarios going down the pipe. I mean, because a lot of a lot of these businesses, for better or worse, didn't have the projections that we were asking for, didn't have a lot of the historic analysis, didn't have the right accountant to put together some of their finances or their taxes. And more importantly, they didn't know what they didn't know. Right, exactly. So this is the, this is the beauty of this whole program, in my opinion, looking at it is, is saying, these folks didn't know why they weren't succeeding. And th- what this program did for them is give them the tools that they needed and the extra capital to put them on the path to success. That's a wrap on episode one of the Best Kept Secrets of Green County, New York podcast. James, thank you so much for joining Mark and I. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Next time, Mark and I are going to be letting the Catskills out of the bag in Cairo, New York, a beautiful town nestled in the center of Greene County at the foot of the great northern Catskill Mountains. Mark, like you've already alluded to, that is not Cairo, despite sharing a spelling. Also, notably, no pyramids in Cairo. <laughs> none that we know about. Yeah, I was going to say, none that we found yet. It's yeah. the world's old, oldest forest, right? The no, oldest no fossil forest is yeah. in Cairo. So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hop on the podcast platform of your choice. Give us those five-star ratings and reviews. Help us rise up the charts. Always very much appreciated. But until next time, we've got places to go, things to do, and stories to tell. And remember, for more information about living, working, and doing business in Greene County, go to greencountyedc.com. That's G-R-E-E-N-E-CountyEDC.com.